0: Welcome to On The Mic Podcast. This is your host, Tim Drake. We are back from hiatus. On today's episode, Austin Grant and I sit down and catch up on everything that we've been up to over the last month since San Diego Comic-Con. For the last couple of years, we usually take a little bit of a hiatus following San Diego Comic-Con just because there's so much that goes into it and so much recovery afterwards. Um, We usually have a lot of projects that we've kind of put on hold Uh, during the month of July to prepare for San Diego Comic-Con. And so we usually take August to kind of catch up on some of those things. Uh, But we're back, so we're very excited to be back. Uh, We had a lot of cool things that happened that we talked about in this episode, different projects that we're working on, um, a few different movie premieres. I just went to the Ed Sheeran uh, songwriter premiere uh, that Apple Music put on over at the Hollywood uh, Arclight, uh, the big uh, Cinerama dome that you've probably seen. Uh, It was a lot of fun. We really had a great time at that. Uh, Ed Sheeran, as well as the director, Maureen Cummings, Uh, Came by that as well, and uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun to be able to check that out I've got the nun premiere coming up Dave Matthews band over at Jimmy Kimmel live Just a bunch of fun stuff that we are that we're gonna be doing uh, coming up here as well as kind of talking about some plans that we may be making for October So uh, a little bit of a of a format shift just for a handful of special episodes that we're going to do in October uh, That we're really excited to do as well but we have a lot of great content coming up in September Uh, We've got a lot of great guests coming up, so I know Beowulf Jones is going to be joining us. We've been talking about having Beowulf on for a while, um, and San Diego Comic-Con just kind of muddied up our scheduling with that, um, as well as a bunch of other great actors and filmmakers and comedians that we're really excited to be talking to. Uh, Yeah, a lot of great stuff on the way. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, This week we will be over at Long Beach Comic-Con. We're really excited. This is our first time going down to Long Beach Comic-Con. And we've heard nothing but good about this convention, and so we're really excited to check that out. I know our friends over at Toddland will be there as well, so make sure you look for them. Pick up some of their exclusive Bob's Burgers, Family Guy, and American Dad merchandise. I'm not sure what they will have on hand, uh, so make sure you're following them on Twitter at Store, uh, So you can see, you know, exactly what they're bringing. Sometimes to these smaller conventions, I believe it's just Bob's Burgers that they bring. But again, follow them on Twitter so you'll be able to see exactly what they are bringing. So I I would assume it's just going to be Bob's Burgers, but who knows? They may have some of their Family Guy and American Dad exclusives as well that you'll be able to see there. Now, as I say that, you might be saying, wait, I thought these were just San Diego exclusives. Toddland does make some that are just San Diego exclusives, and then they make some that are just Toddland exclusives. So that way, you know, some of the special things that they make, you can only get at conventions. You still can't order them on their website, but you'll be able to go to Long Beach Comic Con and get that picked up as well so look for us there we will be there this saturday september 8th at the long beach convention center myself and austin Uh, we'll be talking to a few people on site we'll be recording an episode there and yeah we're really excited to be going down there it's going to be a great time And we've also announced we will be at the Los Angeles Comic Con, formerly Stan Lee Kamikaze. Yeah, Stan Lee Los Angeles Comic Con will be there at the end of October, and we're really excited to be a part of that. We have a few other festivals coming up uh, that we will be a part of that we'll be announcing as those get closer that we're really, really excited to be a part of. Uh, So thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. Listen to us kind of catch up, rant, rave, talk about acting and filmmaking and everything that we've been up to for the last month uh, you can also go on youtube now and subscribe to the untitled sketch show it's the new sketch comedy show that austin and i've been putting together we have one sketch up so far uh it was one that i actually released back in may but we wanted that to be part of the untitled sketch show as well but we do have a brand new one coming out uh, that you should be able to see next week up on the untitled sketch show you can also follow us on twitter and instagram uh, we look forward to talking with everybody as those sketches come out and we really hope that you enjoy them uh, they're stupid as can be but that's just the way we do things. So hope you guys enjoy the stupid things bouncing around in our brain that we've put on paper and made into sketches. Enjoy this episode of everything we've been up to. We're very glad to be back from hiatus and have a lot of great episodes in store. Thank you for all of your support and thank you for coming out to San Diego Comic Con. And we're, you know, we were glad that people loved that episode. You know, we, we had a lot of fun recording it. We always love being at San Diego and look forward to our upcoming Uh, other Comic-Con convention experiences and recording shows there as well. Enjoy this episode. Back from hiatus with myself and Austin Graham. We'll see you next week.
1: Because I don't know where our battery power's at. Yay! We like to live dangerously where battery... Level is unknown. Like and it, it could, started
0: off with two bars and now it's down to
1: one bar. It could go at any second.
0: But Ooh. I brought more batteries. Oh! oh He's peaked. clutch. <laughs> oh! As long as it's not like other episodes where the batteries died and we lost the episode. Oh, but that's so much fun. It is so much fun having to try and record that again. That one after
1: the fucking Pasadena. Yeah, after Pasadena Comic Con. Oh, so funny. We we're like. We were laughing, having a good time, talking about some, I don't know, somewhat meaningful material. and (laughs) and Then then it just cuts off. Oh, great. That was nothing. We just will try to do it again. Yeah, take two is always where we thrive the best. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that in the podcast and in the bed. You, you,
0: you Ashley gives you second takes. <laughs> She's like, all right, let's try that again. Uh. <laughs> wow,
1: that sucks. <laughs> no. With with, with, the, with some more emotion this time. <laughs> less squealing, less uh, heavy breathing.
0: And, and then that's where you get out of bed, you grab a granola bar, and you try and rip it off, and then the thing sticks to your lip.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Just like the audition. <laughs> hey, it got me the part. <laughs> This isn't hey, sarcastic. got me the part. <laughs> this isn't sarcastic, by the <laughs> way. It's really happening. Yeah, it really got you the part. I think we told that story once, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, it was for Six Below, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep, my audition, I was like a ski patrol guy, and uh, I knew like everyone was potentially going to read, most, most of the time in an audition. However the script kind of reads, whatever the flow of the scene is, like as face value, it's like, oh, this is an argument scene, or oh, this is a makeup scene, you know, people are going to pretty much act it just as that and, like, right. not really give it any layers or depth. And so I was like, what's just, like, one simple choice I can do that's going to just be different? And I I saw the role as comedic, so I was like, I'm just going to eat a granola bar while I say it. <laughs> and so I tried, like, first line, I tried to open it with, because I have the script in one hand, the granola bar in the other, unopened, and then I just tried to open it, rip it open with my teeth, and then the wrapper like stuck to my face and I was like trying to eat it. And then I was trying to like spit the wrapper out and then I was like <laughs> eating it and st- trying to talk. It was just awful. But I just I committed to it and stayed in it. I didn't like let it, I don't know, mess me up or anything and ended up getting that part off. Just the one audition. Yeah. I didn't even. Because I remember you, back. you, they, no, they did want to call back
0: and you couldn't.
1: You I was, couldn't, we shoot here. It.
0: Yeah, we were here. You couldn't shoot it. Well,
1: no, and then actually I did go back, and it was really more And of they had an, already uh, sent it in well, as, like, your callback. Yeah, it was really more of an interview for the second round, and the director, Scott Waugh, he couldn't uh, make it because he got locked up with some production stuff. So yeah. I just had one audition, and they just used that as my callback, and then ended up getting it, so I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Granola bar is the trick, folks. <laughs> Every single audition I ever do, I will just try to eat a granola bar during it. Yeah. And see how it goes.
0: They're like, uh, you're you're a mime in this one. You're like granola bar. Still, I'm you will you. mime a granola bar.
1: <laughs> I yeah, uh, exactly. Panama the <laughs> granola bar.
0: <laughs> They're like, we can hear the crunching.
1: Can mimes make sound effect noises, or is it just a no, no, no. sound rule? No sound rule. Okay, I mean, I'm not not super educated on the the to, to
0: be fair, my education of mimes uh, comes from the Animaniacs. So that's
1: uh, that's about it. So right you're sounds. an expert.
0: I'm an expert. That that's exactly that's, that's exactly how it is. That's what you're trying
1: to say. You are classified, uh, like educated. mime expert. Yes. Mm-hmm. Went to mime school. Yes. I'm sure that's a thing somewhere. Mime school. Oh, I'm,
0: I think Juilliard offers a miming class. Cause I want to say Robin
1: Williams did. I'm pretty sure Robin Williams Honestly, did. Honestly, like i I've learned a very very small amount of clowning, and it's actually really. <laughs> Yeah. Really intense. It's not like you just go bullshit. I guess you could, but that's like clowns who are actually... Yeah, it's not just putting on a honky leg- nose and leg- getting into a small car. Like paid in, I don't know, sh- traveling shows and whatnot. Like There's actually a real technique to it, and it applies very well to just normal acting. And it's pretty much just, at least the, the small amount that I know, it's like just... F- you have to fully, fully commit that if you, the only time it looks bad is if you don't like 100% jump into the pool yeah. and you kind of like half do things, then it looks like you're trying to be funny, but you, you have to think of it as like the, the clown you're playing, you, you know, depending on whatever personality you give it, sometimes it's based off the nose or whatever you find a feature and kind of like develop a character around it, the way they walk and hold themselves, are they, and then you, you think that this clown only, they're so, like, simple-minded that they only have three emotions and three thoughts at all time. They're either really happy, really sad, or, like, really, they could just be something else that's completely random, like, I don't know, afraid or yeah. uh, who, whatever you decide.
0: And then you hit, like, the advanced level of clown, and that's where you start hiding children's bodies in your crawl space. Exactly. And that's what we're trying to get to. That's what we're trying to get to. So they, they, I believe, they call it gacyism. Is, a, is, a, is that final? Gacyitis. Yeah, that, that's the final stage of like the top
1: tier level. Well, of Well, there, a there is mastery level, and that's where you drive an entire city into madness. Yes. Um, hashtag Joker, and if you can get that, I think you win. You just seriously hashtag Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, Yeah, I remember doing this exercise. It's called the the sweeping exercise in clowning. And all you do is you just sweep, but, like, fully in character of this clown. And so you're completely reactive to the the audience, to the people around you, whereas, you know, in acting, in most cases, there's breaking fourth wall. But Mm -hmm. in most cases, they don't exist. They're just, like, peeking in on this little moment of life. Yeah. This is clowning. You're fully engaged with the audience. So you sit there with your broom, and you just kind of, like, sweep. And if you're, like, it's really weird how it happens, but you just sit there and you're, like, sweeping, focus on that task. You don't give in to, like, trying to be funny or trying to do anything. Because right. if you do, then you look like an idiot and everyone can see right through your bullshit.
0: Have, have you ever seen Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean, uh, his early stand-up? Uh-uh. So he does you a thing. showed me.
1: I don't know that I have. So he did this No, you thing. did, because I think I talked to you about this. And I think you did show me, but I don't remember. Let me... Because if this has
0: the... Whole thing. It starts off with him actually sweeping. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah.
1: that's definitely the, the clowning see. exercise that I learned. Oh, he's not he's
0: not miming, but he finds a drum set.
1: Oh no no no! In the exercise, you don't mime the bro- the broom either. Like we oh. actually use it. Okay. Because it's it's not uh, yeah. miming. It's clowning. So like yeah, we had a broom just like this. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, he's, the- he's just reacting to stuff, and it becomes funny. Yeah. Because he's it's, so serious about it. <laughs> yeah, if,
0: if anybody wants to watch this, you just have to look at Rowan Atkinson drumming.
1: I mean, he adds the the layer of the, the drum sounds and all that, yeah. which is genius.
0: Yeah, it, it's just a stool on stage and him with a broom. And he finds this invisible drum set. Like, it's pure brilliance. Like, Rowan Atkinson, I honestly feel like, is one of the most underrated (laughs) as the lights go out (laughs) yeah that's gold
1: (laughs) but you see I mean look at how simple he is he's like curious and now he's like he's like trying to find where the drums are you know like you have to be so the simpler you are the better because that allows you to stay like focused on just these simple tasks yeah because the clowns—they're too dumb. They can't—they can't function on like very complex levels. That at least the small amount that I've learned. it's kind of the, the route you want to go.
0: Yeah, I mean th- this is a long clip, but I would tell anybody to go watch it because it—I mean he just completely pantomimes <laughs> with these sound effects, and he's spot on. It gets his hand stuck in the cymbal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rowan Rowan Atkinson was a was is. It was like he doesn't do it anymore. He is the king of, of doing that type of stuff. Mm, yeah, Mr. Bean. He's
1: basically a clown character, but Yeah. minus the the makeup and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah he, he,
1: he he doesn't really act too much. He reacts to stuff. and Yeah, that's every bit of Mr. Bean funny. is reacting. Yeah, exactly. Things kind of happen to him, and he, it's how he reacts that makes it funny. Yeah. He usually reacts very poorly or, like takes whatever happened into the worst direction right. or something like that.
0: Yeah, he he's brilliant. I mean, still to this day I rewatch Mr. Bean's sketches all the time because there are few sketch comedy masters that have mastered the art of sketch comedy the way that he has, where he doesn't say a fucking word. Yeah. I mean and that's My 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 brother and I, our favorite thing to do used to be to go bang.
1: Because <laughs> it was like the only line he ever said throughout, like, any of the sketches. Well, you, that, that's, I guess, at it. everything's stripped away at its simplest form. You don't need anything else other than just, um, like, a character or characters and a, a problem or something that right. kind of needs to be solved or figured out. And from that, you know, and also a, a relationship. You don't need dialogue. I mean, of course, it's it can be way funnier if there is, but you don't need it. You can have a guy playing an invisible drum set. Yeah. That's freaking gold. Yeah,
0: but it, it, I mean, it, it takes a true talent
1: to be able to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the same for for any normal acting kind of scene. Like if you uh, I was thinking about this the other day cuz I'm in acting classes at uh, Ivana Chubbuck's studio. Um, if you don't know who she is, she's she's taught a lot of She's it, taught right? everybody like I mean I, I went to her website to look at the classes
0: because I'm considering taking some too and like I looked at it and I was like holy shit like I mean it's the most established actors have gone to her to be like I need help on this role
1: or she's she's yeah. the kind of lady who like if I don't know uh, let's say Michelle Williams needs help for whatever reason on a role and needs like a personal coach she would hire someone like Ivana to fly out to yeah. New York and be her private coach for some movie like she's and she's taught so many famous people before they were famous um especially you know 20 years ago and still today people who are regulars and tv shows like her book you know she talks about all the all a bunch of different stories working with people um in their early days yeah she has a great story with brad pitt that was really funny um like legend of the fall type of day or uh, this was like before anything this was like he had three jobs in oh, wow. Hollywood to pay for his acting classes and stuff. Oh, wow. <laughs> and and actually, another funny story that they told, um, they were just talking about, this was the day I audited the class, how, uh, because they, in that studio, they recommend, I mean, they don't recommend, it's required to have six to eight hours of rehearsal before you put the scene up, because it's a scene study class. There's no exercises. There's nothing like that. You read the book. You can do exercises from that. But you just show up and do your scene, and then get critique and feedback, and then you may do it the next week, or you may move on and get a different scene. Um, but anyways, she just, there's a story when they're telling, telling everyone to uh, that you need six to eight hours of rehearsal, and that was um, Brad Pitt back in the day. <clears throat> he would, because you could, you, if your scene partner isn't... Um, holding up their end you know like being available to meet up I mean sometimes shit happens you just can't but like you, there's no way you didn't have a spare at least hour few hours throughout right. the week like, right. you can find it um, so anyways he would people kept firing him as a scene partner because he wanted to rehearse so much that people <laughs> were like they were annoyed of him because he wanted to rehearse every and day where are those people now exactly <laughs> Brad Pitt is, of course, who he is, and they an Oscar are, winner. Uh, more than that, he's not for acting, though. Oddly, no, no, no. Um, but he has. I mean, he's he's done some of the most legendary characters of all time. Yeah, like Tyler Durden. Um, who else has he done? Off the top of my head, I can't think of any now that I say that. <laughs> He's done so I many. Mean, Tyler Durden. All of the uh, Ocean's movies. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: I mean, Oceans. Legends of the Fall, like I mentioned. He, uh. One of
1: his earlier movies. I think that's my favorite performance of well, of his, 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 of his. And I got I to gotta pull it up on IMDb. But my God, he was so good in it. It was like kind of his breakout movie where he plays this like creepy pimp guy. And he like... Is it Blow? It's not Blow. Is he? He's not
0: in Blow. He's not in Blow. What am I thinking of? Um, I am gonna crack a window for us here because
1: holy shit, it's fucking. So,
0: good. so we're, we're we're still recording, we're still recording inside, uh, in, inside a car because we don't have a studio space right now. But that oh, oh hey, just Justin Timberlake paid us a visit there. But um, yeah, we, we don't have, we still don't have a studio space, a regular studio space. But that, I think is about to change for us.
1: Um, because we may too young to die. Too young? Oh, yes. He's so good in that. Yes. Um, I can't remember where I was going with that. But anyways, he's he's done a lot of amazing shit. Obviously, he's Brad yeah. Pitt. Um, now he's now he's more of on the on the producing side. Oh my god! I just looked. I'm just following him on IMDb right now, and he has. 45 upcoming credits that he's producing. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure all this, like, a lot of it, he has people who are, like, doing stuff for him. He's right. Just like, I like this. How many of them he seen executive producer, though? Um, This just says producer. It doesn't even have executive producer on there. Oh. I imagine he has a company that just... Oh, well, actually, no, it says on here, under producer. It's a mix of both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, pretty much every big movie that comes out every year that's not, like, a studio blockbuster, he's producing.
0: Yeah, I mean, he he's, he works on just a I'm lot so, of incredible stuff.
1: I'm so stuff. pumped for World War Z, two Yeah. <laughs> David Fincher's directing it. Did you know that? No. Yeah, Fincher. He's
0: Is directing. Max Brooks
1: still... A uh, writer.
0: Okay. Uh oh, it looks like just still basing his character's Mm. So I don't know that Max Brooks did do the regular script like he did on the first one.
1: I love that movie. I thought it was good.
0: Yeah. Um and I and I liked even more our uh, our spoof. World War P <laughs> <laughs> That was an Oscar winner, I tell you what.
1: <laughs> more like a Razzie, but Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, uh, what I was saying, too, though, is, uh, yeah, so it's hot as shit right now.
1: Wait, where, oh, hold on. I, we got off on a tangent, me talking about the acting studio and whatnot. Why did I initially bring up the acting studio? Oh, I think it was. I don't know. Shit. Who
0: knows where we went with ADD. that?
1: ADD. Doesn't help when we. But been... we
0: also addressed how hot it was, so I, I wanted to at least tie that one up. So, yeah, it's hot. We're recording in the car again because, again, we don't have a studio space. We lost our studio
1: space a while back. I mean, we could record at my place, but it really puts you out of the way, because... It's just
0: timing, and I don't have any parking at my place.
1: Right, so, yeah. So, my my
0: day ends at, like, three, where I can't go anywhere. Yeah, then I'm just completely fucked on being able to park anywhere. So, yeah, we try and record at Austin's at times. So, but if not, we just record in the car, we find somewhere cool to go. Today, it was just kind of... I mean, we're at the... We're in Los Feliz, we're... In, in in the area I live. I mean, we've got a gorgeous view of the of the uh observatory
1: right now. Mm-hmm. I'm observing the observatory. It's very <laughs> Inception-y of me.
0: So, but yeah, I mean, we th- th- this will hopefully be our last car episode um because I think we have, I've got a couple spaces that we will be recording at coming up here that'll make things a hell of a lot easier for us. Ooh. That's also why we haven't had any guests as of late is because we don't want to have a guest come over and sit in the car with us to record. Oh, why not? This is so much fun. Yeah, I mean it's comfortable as can be when it's hot as balls, and you know, right. even even with the windows rolled down, it it just doesn't quite do it justice. What it does is it makes the
1: podcast sexy. It does. I
0: mean, you can hear us sweating.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you j- might just even the thought be able of to that. taste. It. You we might should be able probably to. Probably just start bottling our sweat and selling it.
0: Yeah, that'll on dot com. Click on store. You can get bottled only sweat only
1: for Patreon members. <laughs> they get the sweat bottles. If you don't give us your money, then go to hell. <laughs> I don't know where, where that angst came. From. <laughs> I, I don't. That was like
0: Tim level angst. That's yeah. the angst I ah! randomly find. That uh. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we should we should have a studio space uh, starting on the next episode.
1: Yeah. Because that means a lot to all of you. Yeah. Um, but like, this is more of a recap episode, touching up of what we've been up to the last.
0: Yeah, because we we, we haven't recorded since San Diego Comic Con, and I mean, you,
1: usually I kind of take a lot
0: of August off anyway, as kind of a hiatus.
1: Comic Con's a real yeah. San
0: Diego takes a lot. Energy drainer. It takes a lot out, and then there's a lot of kind of coming back and resettling and refocusing. we started shooting the sketch show.
1: Yep, yeah, we got sketches coming at you full force. Yeah, I hope so, you're ready to laugh it, not with us, but Alice, at us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean we 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 had a little
0: of that a little of that to do, and we we we've been to some concerts too to kind of decompress. Yeah, <laughs> Went to yeah. Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah, we saw some Death. So cam, uh, uh, churches. That was fun.
1: Um, my girlfriend booked a role in Yellowstone. That's yeah, she, cool. Is she still out there filming? No, she's she came back yesterday. Yesterday, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, that, that no, was... No, it was au- Monday. Monday night. Yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was so cool. Yeah, like, Yellowstone. Both
0: of you guys have been in the yeah, same TV show. Yeah, I was TV like, show. we share
1: credit. Uh, yeah. And it's the second highest viewed show on TV right now behind yeah. The Walking Dead. Uh, which is really cool because this is its first season. It's not a show that's been running for a while right. it usually takes a minute for some shows to to pick steam but it seems to be holding its own which is cool and you know now it's before when i people would ask like oh what have you been up to what are you in i'm like oh i'm in this show coming up called yellowstone they'd be like oh, "Never heard of it. now now if you say it people are like oh i've heard of it they may not have seen it but i think people at least know the name right which is cool um i think i think taylor might be uh taylor Sheridan. he might not be directing he's not he left halfway through the season uh, season one? Two. Because uh, they're filming season two now. Yeah, he's not. At this yeah, point, dude, I know he's not working on he's, it. He's not uh, directing. I'm not sure if he's still writing. He might. He's,
0: I think he wrote m- the majority, but I know he left I think they're doing twelve episodes of this second season. I want to say it's twelve episodes,
1: and only six of them I know um, he's. he didn't direct the episode she was in, Yeah. so he, he's. I don't think he's directing any of it, their season two. He he did, I know, at least the first couple
0: episodes. So, because I talked to one of the camera guys.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Because they're f- still filming them, I think.
0: Yeah, the Cause first they, two episodes? Because they just started in August. Yeah, he left after... No, they started sooner than that. They started back in May. No, they, for sure it wasn't in May. Because the, the dude I talked to had to leave in May to go start filming stuff for season two. Really? Yeah. Because he's there like May
1: through January, I think cuz i th- i thought Ashley was in the first couple of episodes I'm unless the context, they're just but... shooting out of order like they do that, that that could be um you know he might direct like the finale or i don't know something like that yeah
0: cuz um, shooting out of order for those of you that don't know much about filmmaking it's very very common so shooting out of order
1: most times most when you're watching happens. like the beginning like opening scene of the movie that was shot on day like 24 yeah yeah it's I mean, like, I I know for sure, like sex scenes, like any
0: intimate scenes, they usually shoot uh, first thing to get that out of the way.
1: Sex scenes? Yeah. I feel like that's the worst thing you could do is shoot that early. That's
0: why they shoot it early, is to get that uncomfortableness out of the way, because so many actors dread it, and so they get that
1: uncomfortableness out I don't of the know. way. oh, I feel like I'd rather build up chemistry with the other. Yeah, and that I mean, because then then I would, that would feel more comfortable than this like rip the band-aid off it's the sex scene you're gonna have to yeah. just jump right pun intended jump right in i can i can see it both a lot of actors that i've listened to
0: in different interviews have appreciated i, I
1: guess it's a personal preference sort of thing. yeah
0: the, I, know, I know most actors have said they appreciated doing it first just to get that out of the way so that you're not feeling
1: awkward about it but yeah i'm like I, knowing I, the the sex scene is to come yeah pun intended <laughs> <laughs> i'm just the pun master today but, but but
0: i know i know that they have
1: uh th- that they usually God, talk about that we so. are in a fucking sauna
0: yeah we, we are sweating <laughs> we are sweating like pigs right now
1: profusely
0: all for your listening pleasure <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> so but yeah i mean we've been up to a lot since san diego yeah, i mean it's, it's been... a it's about it's a month past uh san diego at this point so and oh there's our la sirens you mean the the songbirds? Yeah, of the,
1: Los Angeles. Yes, they are the songbirds of Most, Los Angeles. Some have nightingales, others have you know morning roosters. We have <laughs> sirens. We we have sirens. Ah, uh, listen to their song. Uh, I I've just been staying busy with my. You've my got a couple commission or, pieces. You just fit, yeah. the one you just did of the dog is insane. Uh, yeah, I drew a, a dog for. Uh, the very first actually first and only professional play I've ever done uh 4,000 miles mm-hmm, 4,000 miles at Solic Acting Company the uh the director of that she her daughter was uh moving away for college and had to leave behind the dog so um she had me draw a picture of the doggy so drew that shipped it to her that was cool um I've been working on my uh, I got my some of my stuff up on Etsy now and uh I'm just kind of touching up the But you can see that link my, on Austin's Twitter as my, well. my shop. Yeah, check out my shop everybody. Oh, one cool thing I'm gonna start offering though, that I, I've got in contact with the people into working out how to like the prices and stuff for it, but I'm going to offer my artwork in a puzzle format so you can actually get like a, oh, that's a fucking rap a puzzle of like any of my artwork and you can uh Throw that shit together if you want. Oh, that's awesome! I know. I was like, I need to offer something that's like off the the chart of just like normal, like just giving prints. So I'm right. still doing like you can buy prints and stuff. But uh, I was like, what's something that's kind of cool and something that you would like want to do that's more of like an activity? And I was like, ah, oh, puzzles are you know fun, and a lot of my artwork I think would be a fun puzzle to, to do. It's not gonna be like anything crazy, like some five thousand piece puzzle. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> like it, it, I think it'd get up to about five hundred pieces. We should do that for our San Diego exclusive next year—a puzzle. Yeah, I'm down. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, it's not a lot. Um, it'll probably price at about like fifty bucks. That's yeah, that's pretty. For rad, a good size puzzle. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna start figuring that out, and uh, cause I'll have to, like, kind of order it or offer it on my Etsy profile, and then like when you buy it. Just put in the note that you want a puzzle, or pick which picture you want, and then I have to buy it and order it from the company, and then I'll ship it to the person's address, if that makes sense. So I don't have to like buy bulk amounts of like all these puzzles and have them at my apartment, and then like ship those out as they come. You know what I mean? So you basically are just buying it, buying it from them through me, sort of thing. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah,
0: I like that. That's that's really rad. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to
1: see how that comes together. We'll I want a joke wisely one. Yeah, that was that's one I I actually want one myself. <laughs> I, have I, will, the picture, I, will, I I will put together <laughs> wanna, my own art. I just want I just want to put together a puzzle. <laughs> Puzzles
0: good. Cool. Uh, yeah, and yeah, we I mean we mentioned the sketch channel. We've got we have we have the first like de- big debut sketch. Oh, boy. That's just about done being edited. Uh you can go on YouTube now though and find uh, the untitled sketch show. So, and subscribe there. And we we, we do
1: have the... Um, when are we going to release that? Hopefully within the next week. I'm, 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 there's just, I'm, just a few bits of editing left. Yeah, there's just a
0: few bits of editing. There is the Avengers Xfinity War already up on there uh, that I released back in May. Uh, that's a parody of the Avengers Xfinity War, or Infinity War, and it's called Avengers Xfinity War, where it's the Avengers trying to cancel their cable. So, it's uh it's not what I initially envisioned, but it's very in-depth, lots of emotion. Yeah, so of, so much uh, emotion. Be- betrayal, <laughs>
1: sex, lies, murder, you know, the game. Like a typical Marvel movie. You know the kind. Do you remember that? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's we're, we're we're having fun with it and then we're we're getting ready to shoot a special music video, but you won't know what. Mm-hmm. It's for yet until it, ours, bitches. until it comes out uh we're, we're we're shooting for the end of September. Uh, for it we to be released. Have it done by the
1: end of September, and I'm just gonna say it now, so that we have to do it. All right, it is. It has been recorded by the
0: end of September. We will have this special music video done, and it's it,
1: it's something that the second I heard the song, it's, I was like, this is yeah. such a this visual the, song. Tim's Tim's creation. He he sent me the song and was like, what do you think about doing that? And I was like, that sounds great, and also relatable. Because yeah. we are doing it. Yeah, we're 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 living this life. We're we're living the song, and it's it's something
0: that yeah. The second I heard the song, it was so visual to me that I was like, I have to make a music video for this. And it's something that we're going to make, and just for the
1: hell of it, and send it to the artist. And you're gonna like it, okay? Yeah, you're you're going to like you're it. You're gonna like it. You're gonna enjoy it, and you're gonna have fun, and you're gonna share it, and you're gonna you're gonna cry you're gonna over cry, it. Cry, and you're gonna eat watermelon, and then you're gonna cry and maybe the, the key
0: point of that is you were going to eat watermelon yeah, so yeah, this is this brought to you by yeah, brought, this ralph's. is brought to you by ralph's watermelons <laughs> <laughs> two for one uh five dollars two, two for one five dollars <laughs> two
1: five dollars <laughs> for
0: two watermelon <laughs> It's so fucking hot right now that watermelon sounds amazing.
1: Don't <laughs> we can't talk. We can't talk about these things. I'm about to rob this man who's sweeping his garbage cans or whatever. Not for any money, just water.
0: I I, I will fight you for water. Soon. Give me your water now. So I I went to another premiere the other night. It was fun. what premiere? Uh, It was for uh, Apple Music's uh, new Ed Sheeran documentary called Songwriter. Oh, cool! Yeah, Ed Sheeran uh, did a Q and A afterwards as well he as uh, a really cool uh, story, doesn't he? Like wasn't yeah. he was any like homeless? He wasn't homeless. Uh, he was dyslexic and had some learning disabilities, and kind of turned to um t- turned to music as a way to kind of uh, combat those. That's not so much of what this uh, this film is about. It's more of because like he's released and you see so many musicians you know they they find new bundle packages to do to help sell albums, and a lot of them will do like a live concert or something like that. And uh, Murray Cummins, who uh, who directed, is actually Ed's cousin, and he's been filming Ed forever. And after they had released his last DVD, he looked at it as oh well you know you see the songs, and you know Ed Sheeran falls under singer songwriter category. And he's like, all right, "Well, you see, you see the singer part of it. Uh but where's the songwriter part of it?" Yeah. And um and and so he he decided to uh capture the songwriter part of it. And so this basically Ed Sheeran's last album Divide that came out a little while back, it basically follows the process of him making that album. And it was just it was a really fun, really cool uh process to watch and i mean i've been through a lot of that process before not making an album on the scale of an ed sheeran album but <laughs> making making albums that still did really well and going through the studio process and and all of that and yeah. and I, i've
1: been through that process before and it's kind of the uh the other side of of uh, art in general is you know for the for the the consumers or the audience or whoever the fans, they are seeing the finished product. They're seeing the the polished packaged thing that is sold to them. Um But you know sometimes you do forget that the person who is making it and sacrificing for it. um Hold. Hmm. as that lady running by? Flip flops. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just the 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 people who are putting in the the work and the blood, sweat, and tears for their for their art and their process and what it's like. Some, yeah, some it's a smoother process than others. His it's... is definitely a smoother
0: process than others, but it was still so cool just to watch the way that they could. He actually talked about how he didn't like the way that they were starting off the process. But things came together so With beautifully that album and, specifically? Yeah, yeah and th- things came to came together so beautifully and so naturally and it really gave me just a deeper respect and love for his music and his process. I've
1: become a Sheeran fan this, this year. Um, before that, I was like, I like maybe two or three of his songs, but now I actually really like him. There's a couple songs that are just a little too sappy for me. But, yeah. Um. overall, I'm a big fan of, of his now. I think he's incredibly talented. And he's also like a one-man one man band, and he just like throws shit down on that little uh, foot pedal, mm-hmm. just makes songs right there on the spot. Like, yeah. how cool is that? I mean... I know a handful of people can do that nowadays. It's it's not completely uncommon, but man, he's so good at it. He makes it look effortless. Yeah, I mean
0: and and they, they it starts off basically showing him uh he keeps a studio uh on the road with him so that he can keep recording. And a lot of bands do that. I mean, there were all sorts of bands I worked with in the past that that were doing that and that's not at all uncommon. But yeah, it was it was really cool to be able to uh to see that to see that process and like I said, he was he was there as well um, to do a Q and A afterwards, and Murray Cummings was there. Uh, Benny Blanco, who has a huge hit right now, uh, that's on the uh, on the radio, that's uh, with DJ Khaled and uh, Halsey. Uh, yeah, he he was one of the producers on the album. He was there as well, and yeah, it was it was really cool to just kind of hear hear all of their stories and everything, and be able to see a lot of their process. So. Yeah, it, w- it was a different premiere than I'm used to going to. Since you know, usually it's some type of big movie or something like this. And this was a smaller thing that Apple Music was putting out, and it was over at the Dome. So it's like I've never been to a premiere over at the over at the Dome. And uh, yeah, it was re- it was cool. So I think so, I'm going to, go to another premiere there so next this week. This is just you
1: said his cousin. Yeah,
0: his his cousin just has,
1: followed him around with the camera basically. And yeah,
0: he's, I guess he's been filming him since he first started. He just wanted to have something to do and be on the road so with his the, cousin and decided to documentary
1: you know. start like from his very beginning. No. Oh, okay. No, it, it starts it, basically it with this album. album. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Cause he, he, he realized that even though he's been filming them all this time, they've never documented anything quite like this. And yeah, just kind of, mm-hmm. kind of went into it. So, and then next week I think I'm going, uh, I think it's the premiere of the nun that I'll be at. Oh, cool. I don't have high hopes for it, but it, yeah. I mean, I,
1: I don't have the highest hopes for it. I've, Fucking love those movies though so I'm I, I excited for it. I love movies. Um, I just, I hate seeing them. the studios really trying to exploit the, the whole thing. It's yeah, the like, whole Conjuring franchise. Yeah, it's like, okay, okay. Like, first Conjuring was great. I loved it. Second Conjuring was also pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I really almost like the second Conjuring more. Um, And as they keep spinning off and spinning off and spinning off, it's just spiraling way out of, like, it's like the Slender Man that got, I think it's like was Slenderman part of its universe? Yeah, it's part of the universe, I think. Oh, I didn't think that
0: one was. I thought that was a standalone. Maybe it is. Because I think Annabelle, the only, Annabelle and Annabelle 2 are the
1: only ones that are are part of the universe. I could have swore Slenderman was, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, Annabelle, you know, it's funny, because like, Greg and I went to this Annabelle 2, and... Annabelle the, 2 was better than the first one. The, the first half of Annabelle 2 was great. Yeah. Then they started to lose me. Um and by the end, I was like, kill them all. I don't care. <laughs> but the first half, I was like really invested. I was like, ooh, they're doing a really good job with this. It's pretty creepy. And the, the, I liked the – it didn't feel quite so like formulaic, horror, jump scare studio sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, there was a little bit more, uh, more to it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm still excited for
0: the nun and to do their whole red carpet. By the way, that's and, cool,
1: going to the premiere and just talking. I mean, these are all still people I would gladly work with. You yeah. Know? Um. By no means, I'm. I'm saying that because I. I would love to be in a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, I love horror. Yeah, it, it. It. It'll be cool. I'm. I'm excited for it. So, and
0: then hopefully. Hopefully, you and I will have some some red carpeters coming up. Because so far, the only one you've got to do since you've been out here has been Star Wars. We uh.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's the only premiere I've, premiere I've uh, I've been to out here, because I mean, what else is there for the rest of the year that's that you would probably get a?
0: Um, I'm not sure yet, because now we're 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 like a month and a half out from Oscar season really starting, and those I I do have one I know that we'll be doing an interview for um, in September, uh, Fox Searchlight, uh, That's this movie coming out with Robert Redford, um,
1: oh, no, no, that no. we'll be doing. It's not a... Oh, wait, wait. You're doing the Robert Redford movie? Yes. Oh, hell yeah.
0: So, and that's one that you're probably
1: coming to with me. Oh, I would love to, because I'm a fan of David Lowery, the director. He He's really good. What's he, fu- What's funny a, is that a, you know what I'm talking about, I can't even remember the name of the movie. The, so, the Old Man and the Gun. Yeah, <laughs> that one. <laughs> see, I'm like, screw all the, uh, the big movies. I just want to see like a yeah. little Robert Redford movie. Yeah, yeah. The, the director, he's a product of Sundance Labs. He was there... The one year that I wasn't. Oh, gotcha. That was, I think, the same year that Swiss Army Man was there as well. Okay. Well, I thought they were coming up to see if we were leaving. But yeah, it's, we've it's crooked, got... crooked Man. That's a part of the conjuring. Oh um, yes, yes, not Slender Man.
0: So, but yeah, I've, I, we've got that coming up, and you'll be coming with to that uh, with me. Dope. So yeah, you've got, you've got that uh, to to look forward to. So. Um, And then we've got, uh, after after San Diego Comic-Con, we did add two more Comic-Cons to our schedule uh, for this year. So we have Long Beach Comic-Con that we'll be recording at uh, next week, uh, next Saturday, Saturday the 8th, we'll be down at Long Beach Comic-Con. I think we actually have uh, an episode, we, we may be recording two episodes there, so...
1: We we're just basically Comic Con sluts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then we have uh Stanley's LA Comic Con at the end of October, uh that will be will be at as well. So yeah, though I I I've enjoyed the fact that we have uh so many more conventions that we get to do. Yeah, covering events
1: is pretty cool. Um I like I like covering stuff like that, even though I'm really not into the, the comic side yeah. of everything. I think it's still just fun being a part of the the fandom and the, the environment. I also like you know looking at uh, what other artists are doing at these vendors because I'm learning how to do that myself, selling my artwork at uh, events and things like You've that. You've got an event coming up, too. I do have an event coming up. Uh, so any L.A. listeners, October 11th. When, when, we'll do a podcast before then. And yeah, we'll, we'll do, do a, a few, few give, but I mean, it's, more, it's good to plug it now, too. Give some more details. Um, you know, honestly, off the top of my head, I couldn't give you like the exact time and whatever, but I know it's October 11th. And it's um, downtown. It's downtown at Iron Triangle Brewery, and I've actually I was I was driving over there not long ago, and I was I just went over. That, to that's basically inside. like Angel City, isn't it? Like right next to that. It's like the all that industrial part of. Okay, yeah, the yeah. East side of LA over in there. Um, it's kind of a weird location, but man, it's really nice. I went in there, yeah. and it's it's really cool. It's definitely going to be worth coming to, and it's really cheap. And there's going to be a ton of food, um, and drinks, and live music. They have. I'm not sure who's performing yet um but yeah they they just shared me on their page letting people know that i'm going to be selling my artwork there um so will we'll give you more details on that later but that's for sure october 11th of this year so look forward to that and maybe i'll do like a special price or like if you buy print there get a discount online i don't know i'll figure something out to give an extra little bit of motivation to come check it out and get some artwork yeah yeah, it'll it, it, it's a cool opportunity and your first thing kind
0: of here in L.A. to be able to do. Yeah, so. it's
1: really, it's like, it's kind of crazy. Because um, it's, you know, st- oh, let's see how this goes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite things in L.A. is watching people back up and try to figure see out how things again. are going to work.
1: Oh, oh, man, I thought he was going to go again. It's just It's just a shit show. Like, this city is so stupid. As far as like the driving and how the streets are designed, everything is so dumb. I mean it's not it, intentional because yeah. it was a bunch of random cities that grew into each other, so it, it kinda happened. It's
0: but. not even so much that I wouldn't even say it's dumb. And here's why I wouldn't say it's dumb. Is because this entire city developed so fast when you realize that there's not even a, there's hardly any buildings here that are over a hundred years old. Yeah. So, and it just exploded up so fast and was never intended to be what it is today.
1: The reason I say stupid is because there are still things that the city of L.A. could do to make things go way smoother. Oh, yeah. Like, like a fucking left turn oh, light. that's what I was going to say. I was like, why? Why is that not a thing? Like, some of these roads, I'm like, if you just had a green arrow... It wouldn't affect anything else like poorly. It would actually just make everything better because everyone who's trying to turn left could turn left. Yeah. Oh, kills me every day. Yeah.
0: I'm like, a- every every real. day. I there's there's <laughs> just some of those little things. But at the same time, I'm like, there are so many other things in the city. Oh that's yeah. Big. Yeah, I mean, like,
1: it's almost a thing where it's like, do we even bother? It's already like kind of yeah. beyond repair in that regard. But they they could start just uh, at least some of the main streets there's like main roads where i'm right you can't turn left until it turns red and like five cars have to run it right that's just ridiculous yeah
0: and luckily you can run it and not get in
1: trouble because even
0: the cops do it because it's the
1: only way you're gonna fucking move yeah yeah, no la it's kind of the unwritten you know law of you're okay you can yeah I did watch someone get pegged, though, the other day. Someone did run it just a little too late, and the, there was a cop, a bike cop, and they just, whoop, whoop, pulled him over, and I was like, <laughs> "Damn!"
0: Did I like... tell you about the cop in uh, Santa Monica that pulled over a bicyclist? Yes. It was the greatest thing I, ever I because we, we, we see it all the time Every fucking scooter with every out there. goddamn scooter and every cyclist, especially in Santa Monica and Venice. Just they think they own the road. The light will turn red. They just keep going. Oh, yeah. I'm sure any of you listening, if you're in Salt Lake or New York, you guys have the fucking bird scooters and the lime scooters now, too. And they're the worst thing ever.
1: Yep. And people have no regard that ride them. No. They need to be held accountable. I'm like, dude, I have nothing against the scooters. It's the, the... Like, you see how many stupid people are out there walking around, and let's give them a thing to operate? Yeah. Like... Oh, my God. Like, I just don't trust anybody. And they're... they're... I, I have something against the
0: scooters themselves, though, too. Why is that? Because fuck bird and fuck line. Because <laughs> they essentially... And this is why they're getting what? banned. Like, this is why Beverly Hills has banned them. It's why West Hollywood has started banning them. Because they essentially open up shop in, in these cities. And they're not paying the cities. No business operates without licensing taxes to a city. How are they even able to
1: to do that they just drop their scooters off in there yeah but have like corporate somewhere else that's yeah like less taxes or something i assume exactly Hmm.
0: but but then in that same regard because it 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 makes it so that bird and lime essentially aren't liable for anything so if you're riding a scooter around beverly hills and you get injured the city is held liable Hmm. the city didn't fucking ask for it
1: no totally ban
0: them ban them all yeah, it's it, it's total bullshit that sets up liability on everybody else other than burden Lime.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty. pretty
0: like, weak, if you got like... hit by somebody on a scooter, like ha- what happens all the time. God damn, yeah, it's so. You have bad. to you have to try and go after the city to do something.
1: <laughs> like. Yeah, no wonder they're getting banned. Then, if that's the case. Yeah, the, it's it's total bullshit, and yeah, fuck those scooters. I, like, if people just stayed on the sidewalks. That would just be amazing. They legally can't go on the cyclist. I know, and that's what is make that. is... I'm like, you can't do that. No. The cyclists are already a problem. We can't add another one. And right. Like, then, now there's going to be a scooter lane and a bicycle lane, and then, like, the cars are just like... I don't know. Fuck you guys. You can't move anywhere or go anywhere because there's too many... Cyclists yeah, it's like I don't mind regular. the concept of it, but they also need to limit
0: how many scooters there can be. I mean, you go into some areas and there's like 30 scooters that are just all tipped over on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it looks pretty ghetto, too, when there's just
1: scooters laying around. Yeah.
0: I mean, we bitched about this a little bit during the San Diego episode. Okay, yeah, we won't, we won't go into Yeah, so we won't, we won't go, we won't, we won't so go too good, much further. Scooter bitching. Yeah, the, uh, it's, become the, it's become the Fuck Bird and Lime
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we, we, we've been having a good little break. So but we got I, a bunch of content coming at yeah. you, so stay in
0: touch. We we have a lot, and, and I I'm going to apologize in advance for how much you may get bombarded by it, <laughs> because there is a, there is a lot coming, and all, all, almost too much, but in a good way. They they say your first year in L.A. is the hardest year. I am I, I hit my year mark in another month and a half.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, you do. Yeah,
0: I I hit my one year, and it's definitely been, it's been an experience and a half.
1: My what? What eight months here? Yeah, that's been like, it. And this is just how LA is. Like the highs are highs and the lows are lows. There's yeah. not really a just comfortable middle ground. And if there no. is. Be prepared because something's going to happen because, like, you just don't live in it for very long. Yeah,
0: I, I, I feel very comfortable. Like, I've been in a middle ground for a while, but there are definitely, I mean, there's there's one thing that I just barely booked. That's all I'm going to say is booked. I'm not even going to talk about what it is, Yeah. what it could become. There's one thing I just booked that I am insanely excited about, and it was already canceled today. We were supposed to do stuff with it today. And because of a TV show that was also filming nearby, we didn't get to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was... Uh, there, there's all sorts of things that, that can happen and throw you for a loop. But, I mean, that that being said, it's definitely not something that
1: either of us didn't expect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I. there's always stuff you just can't plan for. You yeah. know, you can prepare as much as you can, but there's and, and, always going to be something or yeah. just who knows what but something will pop up that'll be like unforeseen and that can happen in any city that doesn't mean yeah. la but it just seems like i've in a matter of eight months have had way more of that here than in all 24 years of my life in salt lake city <laughs> yeah and and, and so <laughs> much of that is more often
0: it's just la is a monster and i mean when, when you recognize that the city of los angeles especially, like especially compared to 24 years in utah you know, the city of Los Angeles has more people than the entire state of Utah.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And it's just exactly. like, it is a monster that will swallow you whole if you aren't prepared to ride.
1: You got, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, all you have is your attitude. Like, yeah. I mean, you have more than that, but like, that's one thing that you can, for sure, have control over. So... Just keep your head on your shoulders. It's really hard. There's days where I want to murder people. And I, I have Freudian slips all the time. I guess you couldn't be a full slip because I didn't act on it. But, like, the thought of just, you know, driving off a cliff or, like, you know, something crazy like that. Um, yeah. It,
0: but it, it, it happens. It, it takes you to your breaking point And then you just have to keep,
1: just kinda, keep going. Sometimes you get to a point where you just start laughing. It's like Death yeah. Valley status where you're like, oh, my gosh, this is just so ridiculous that it's now funny and I don't care anymore. And yeah, then... I, I, I've been evaluating it, though, because, I mean, a lot of people, too, talk about that first year. I mean, you've heard,
0: you hear even the biggest actors. I mean, I, one, one podcast I love is Dax Shepard's arm, Armchair Expert. And Dax talks a lot about, you know, even the struggles he had. He He was here for quite a while before anything happened for him.
1: Really? Like, how long was he here?
0: Oh, uh, like six, seven years. He was doing, like, groundlings and stuff, but nothing was really moving for him. Mm-hmm. And you, you hear a lot of people talk about about that. And, and you know, they, they feel like nothing's ever going to happen. And I started realizing, okay, well, I'm at that first year. I know it's the hardest year. What have I accomplished in that short period of time? And I was and then, like, okay, well, I look at... Even though I feel a lot at times like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? Like, nothing is ha- nothing's moving. Nothing's happening. then I'm like, oh, well, I, I did get to be a part of Meltdown for...
1: Six months of of that year. I mean. Yeah, think of all the people and connections you made. It's it's crazy because you have to, you. you, the days where especially you feel like you've got your nuts kicked in quite a bit and you're like, where am I? What is happening? I'm going nowhere. This sucks. And you you have to remind yourself. It's all part of the process. That's part of the process, but you actually do have small victories along the way. Yeah, and you have to recognize those small victories. You do because it's the small victories added up over a long period of time that create a, a successful career you know you look at anybody that some people like they i don't know how they just met the right people at the right time early in their career and they found success fast but usually 90 percent of the time it's like years of mm-hmm. of like of, years of it, failure and rejection it, and- it feels like because i was talking to my girlfriend ashley about this um it's it's like starting up any business. You look at anybody who's started any successful business. Look at someone like let's we'll just say like Steve Jobs for example. There's you have this like idea or this career, passion whatever you want to achieve. And for a long time, you're like putting money into it. You're not making anything at all. You're actually spending money. You're you know, in this case it would be like spending acting classes, headshots, this all this crap, demo reel, <laughs> getting stuff done, you know and you're not making anything or maybe you are, but it feels like you're running in circles for a very long time or maybe a short amount of time. It just, it varies, but eventually, you know, you you get your opportunities if you you hang in there and you, uh, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. That's kind of the, I guess the,
0: yeah, that's, that's, that really is the perfect way of putting it. And I mean, even in that year, like I said, you know, I, I had meltdown that, you know, that created a, a million things for me and, you know, I've I've been able to be on red carpets that never in a million years. I mean, if you would have told nine-year-old me that I'd be on a Jurassic Park red carpet, my mind would have exploded. Like you're gonna you're gonna go, even though it's Jurassic World, and the movie was terrible, it still was. I got to be there. Like the, the second one. Yeah,
1: I never saw it. It, it was in, it it, it, bad. It
0: was not good, but I still got to be on a Jurassic Park oh, red easy. carpet and go to that premiere. <laughs> Like that—that's something that, yeah, I never in a million years that I'd get to do. I mean, we—we we got to go to a Star Wars premiere, and and very know, luckily, yeah, very luckily. But we still got to do it, and even that was through being able to be at something with Jimmy Kimmel. And I mean, it—it's it, well, these u- unique experiences. That another,
1: another big victory. That's one that's easily seen as, a, I don't know, setback or something like that. Is just moving here. Yeah, Like, just the fact that you've been here for a year, you made it here, you moved here. you And survived. <laughs> and survived. God knows you've had moments where it was like, it's. I know the thought has crossed my mind many times where I'm like, it would be so much easier if I was back at home. It would be so much easier if I, I could have so much more money saved up. I could be right. doing so many more things with my money. I could be, you know, all these thoughts cross my head, and then I go, but if I was... I would still be unsatisfied and pissed that I'm not here. Right. And so like the fact that that you're here is a big a big one.
0: Yeah, and 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 I look at it too as even like before Comic-Con with some of the stuff that we filmed. Like the stuff that we did with Toddland. We wouldn't have had that opportunity to go no, down yeah, yeah. We, go we down have, there.
1: We have resources here that are that are not available. Um uh, We we on. we've got I I've got to do Emmy
0: campaigns and stuff where I've got to bring, you know, you over to like CBS and we did the the CBS
1: FYC and some stuff with yeah. NBC Universal. I would never, yeah, that stuff you just you can't do in other places. But I mean, that doesn't mean that other places aren't the right place for for you. You know, like, right? There's there's a time for everything. There's a time and place for everything. So you just you know, go with your little heart.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's 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 those little victories that it's like you know yeah as I like creep up on a year here that it's just like okay like yeah I I have been productive. I have made things. Made things happen, and yeah, you've got to recognize and celebrate in those little victories. Right.
1: and I look at. I, I really like uh, Will Smith's uh, interview he did talking about the brick wall. You ever remember hearing that one? I don't think I did. Basically, uh, in a nutshell, he's ta- giving the analogy of, you know, success is like building a brick wall. You just do it brick by brick. You put the one brick down. You put the, you know, the cement, the plaster down. You put that brick in, and you lay it as perfectly as you can. And you have one brick, and then you move on to the next brick, and you put that brick down as perfectly and nicely as you can. You smooth it over. And then you do the next one for fucking however long it takes, mm. and then eventually you have a wall. You know, it's. it's I'm glad. To, I'm just glad Trump does not listen to this podcast. Like, Trump, don't listen. He's like, don't worry, I'm not. <laughs> I'm getting blowjobs. I'm
0: not going to get a brick. I'll have somebody else get a brick.
1: <laughs> I have one on my head. <laughs> my so, head. Uh,
0: I, and, and just the other night, even at the at the Ed Sheeran premiere, uh, he 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 tells a story, uh, an analogy to these kids in the documentary, um, uh, and he he relates it to songwriting. But I mean, it's the same with acting or screenwriting or anything. Where he said it's like you turn on an old faucet. When you turn on an old faucet, the water that comes out is usually dirty and it's not clear he said that's the first drafts that's the first things that you're making sure water is coming out but it's dirty it's crap it's the first drafts and then as it runs a little bit longer it starts to get clearer and clearer and there's only a, a trick like a handful of those you know pieces of dirt and eventually on that old faucet it runs clear and it's good water and it's and it's just fine I
1: can't talk about water right now i'm sorry.
0: <laughs> but but it it makes it the you know, it it takes it takes a process. You ha- you have to you have to be able to have that process to be able to get
1: that clear water. So yeah, it's So now I'm thirsty. Yeah, so,
0: so now Austin's thirsty.
1: <laughs> thanks you, Dick. Great thanks, to Sharon. Yeah, thanks Ed. You made me thirsty.
0: So what do you know? <laughs> but yeah, we, we will uh yeah, like I said, we'll be at, we'll be at Long Beach Comic Con next week. Um, we'll have a couple episodes up next week. And we, need
1: uh, a, we should we'll do something special for for October. I feel like we should. You and I are both pretty into like I don't know spooks and all yeah. that kind of stuff. I don't know what if we. I I, I actually do... just found a book today that I think will. Uh... We'll add to that. Ooh, cool. Because I, yeah, I feel like maybe we should do like a, just like a small scripted section maybe to like read a story or, I don't know, something cool or go to a We'll, cool we'll come play. up with something fun. We'll yeah. do something cool for October. That's kind of like our month.
0: Yeah. October, I'm just going to put this out there. We make it two episodes a week come October.
1: Two, Possibly two, two episodes, episodes a, week. a week. Yeah.
0: Because I, I had been thinking about something like that because you and I do love Halloween and love the horror element so much. And and L.A. has a lot of horror yeah, history. Yeah, L.A. has a
1: lot of great horror history. And, uh, and Oh, I just finished uh, season one of American Horror Story. I finally have delved into it. So fucking good. <laughs> I will say, the acting was kind of mediocre, I felt like, in season one. There's some really yeah. strong actors in it. Um, but overall, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was, it was you're, you, Now, you're too. about to get some kind of odd seasons. <laughs> so, yeah, where... but I know it
0: gets really good in the, the later ones, right? Yeah. That's, that's what I've been told. Like, the, ne- the next one you get is Coven um i believe i've heard Kevin's, or is, it a, I heard it is asylum
1: soul, i think it's i know actually I've, i think it's asylum i've heard next. the freak show one's the worst that freak show
0: one's the worst i still didn't hate it but there were plenty of parts where it just um, felt very thrown
1: together i've heard roanoke's pretty good
0: roanoke was great i loved roanoke and last season roanoke? colt was insane it was it was so fucking good. <laughs> Hotel is insanely amazing and fuck anybody who says that Lady
1: Gaga is not a great actor. I've seen I've seen a handful of episodes from that season. She uh, was
0: wait. amazing. When she won the Golden Globe, so many people were like, "Fuck that." I'm like, "No, she earned that Golden Globe."
1: From everything I've seen, she did great. I I I never saw a moment where she wasn't good. I would say she's of I, again, I haven't seen it all yet in perspective, but yeah. of the stuff I have seen and being an actor like She's she, she did really. She was good. spectacular. There's, if you said she is not good, you're just simply wrong. Yeah, but like you, the
0: the new season that starts in a couple of weeks here is apocalypse, apocalypse and it's a mix of um, the first season and um, and coven.
1: Mm,
0: a mix? Yeah, like yeah.
1: filling in blank spaces kind of thing. Or it's a... like a crossover between the two. Hmm. Interesting,
0: yeah. and it, and it, like especially as you see the billboards throughout the city. I love them. They they creep me out a little bit. Oh yeah, the, yeah the the, like the the baby with the black the black hand. claw hand yeah thing oh out. it's it's
1: creepy as shit and I love it. <laughs> yeah, so be sure to stay tuned in October. Yeah, we um, we have a handful
0: also, of interview episodes coming up uh, throughout September. So like I said, we 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 have been you know doing these episodes with just Austin and I, kind of fill in in the blanks, something to help us stay accountable, you know, to the things that we're doing.
1: Yeah, hopefully you find this somewhat entertaining. Um, but I, another thing we keep forgetting to do, but please go give the show, uh, Reviews, a review yes. and rating on iTunes on, uh, what else? Stitcher radio, Stitcher, Google play
0: tune in, which tune we are in. now on.
1: Just like go, whatever one you're listening to right now, just give us a review and say a little something about the show. Cause yeah. that, that helps the show grow. And then. You know, hopefully we can, you know, get it to a point where we don't have to work normal jobs because we can actually bring amazing content that, yeah, like, exactly. we wouldn't be able to since this is a thing we do on the on the side. Yeah,
0: and it's something, I mean, this is, like, episode 132, I think, is what number we're on with this. So, I mean, yeah, there's been over 100 episodes. I mean, you kind of trickled into the first 100 here and there. Yeah. But you've been more regular now that now that we're here, and we actually have a lot of content to always talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we, we, we have we have a lot coming up and like I said a lot of a lot of interviews uh, in September uh, that we'll have um, October as well. So some great comedians, some great actors. We, we we have a lot in store.
1: God, I hope we get that one band.
0: Oh yes, that one band. Uh-huh. I would go Yeah, there's yeah there's we, we don't have a lot of bands on the show. And when they do they're always a band I love that I've got to know and there's one particular band that's one of both of our favorites that uh that hopefully will be will be joining us so they 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 have expressed interest and now we just have to make it happen so yeah.
1: they also need to be in town <laughs> yeah they also have to be in they're town they kind of they're... like a band and travel and stuff it's yeah. really weird i don't get it
0: yeah they're, they're they're not an la based band as it is so but there are a few la based bands that uh that are going to uh to also make the mix as well as some uh some great personalities uh locally as well so yeah, there's there's a lot in store, and we're we're excited for what's to come, and uh, yeah, that's we love you. Thanks for listening. Yeah, that's that's all we can say. I hope, I hope I hope you found this kind of back from hiatus episode uh, fun and enjoyable. Back from hiatus. Back from hiatus.
1: <laughs> it sounds like it could be a like a medicine infomercial. Back from hiatus with the uh, it just shows side the, effects of
0: and it just shows the guy standing there with like red lighting up somewhere on his body.
1: Yeah, yeah, the, the <laughs> diagram version yeah. of, of a man with light up spots. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you hurt in these places? Try hiatus. <laughs> Side effects may include death.
1: Exactly. They always include death and a lot of terrible, awful things. But
0: don't use marijuana because.
1: Bad, 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 bad. bad, bad. Try these highly addictive pills. Way better for you. Way better. And you also may potentially die from those. So, hooray! It's like a gamble. It's way more high stakes.
0: (laughs) Roll the die. (laughs) Pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we will see you guys next week uh, with a special episode interview, and then we will see you at Long Beach Comic Con.